Do you want to know the first rule in business? Always trust the process. Welcome to Trust the Process, a podcast on entrepreneurship from MIT's Trust Center. My name is Chris Burns, and I'm the host around here. This episode features Trust Center entrepreneur in residence Susan Neal. Hi, my name is Susan Neal. And Mar Velasco, an alumni of the Trust Center Start MIT program. Hi, my name is Mar Velasco. Velasco is also an MBA candidate at the Sloan School and a former investor relations specialist at the Bimbo Bakery Company. Here we go. Where in Mexico are you from? I'm from Mexico City. I was originally born in New York and grew up there until I was eight years old. And then afterwards, I moved to Mexico. So I've been living there for the past 18 years, moving um, to some other places in short periods. But yeah, based in Mexico City. And what is it about Mexico City that you love the most? I have to say the food and the people. I love Mexican food, but also the people are very warm. I guess uh, human connection in Mexico is something you feel deeply in families, friends, but also in random people you meet in whatever different situation you <laughs> encounter. And can you find as good a Mexican food here in, in the States? That's a hard question. <laughs> I guess it depends where in the States. Texas actually has really good Mexican food, and I guess this is because it's right next to the border. Here in Boston, it has been a little bit more challenging, <laughs> but I can cook Mexican food. <laughs> so at least I, I'm not missing it too much. So you're telling us Chipotle isn't... Uh Really Mexican food. No. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> Tell me a little bit about your family. Do you come from, you mentioned your mom and your sister in New York. Do you have, do you come from a big, large family? Are they spread out or a small family? I come from a big family. I guess if I think about cousins, uncles, um, it's huge. My mom is one out of four and my dad is one out of five. My family were were five, so my parents and my, I have an older sister and a younger sister. Both my parents are very smart. They both studied in Harvard, so I only applied to MIT, actually. <laughs> and, and not, oh, I'd love to get and, into that, but another time. Exactly. <laughs> not in seek for my independence, mm -hmm. but because I think the program is amazing. But yes, that's um, a bit of my background. Do you remember anyone as a particular special mentor or role model? Yes, I guess my mentor and role model was my mother, actually. She is right now and currently in Mexico breaking ceilings on, on women, empowerment, and also gender inclusivity. So I guess since I grew up, I had this education in, at home. So I'm very inspired by what she's done. In, in Mexico and how lean in she is in all situations. My mom, uh, she studied in Harvard actually, um, and she is a very driven person. She has a very big social drive. I think that's something I learned from her. And she is very kind too. So I guess I see her being a very tough, 
woman when it when it comes to being a board member in in companies that are male that are mainly male predominated but also i see how she's fighting for those women that don't have um voice in in mexico but at the same time she's an extremely kind person very soft so she has she can be very if you want to come if you want to see this way very tough and she won't hesitate to have a difficult conversation but at the same time she has this amazing capability of being vulnerable and very kind to people um how you know have you always known that you wanted to go into business has that always been a passion or was that something new for you i've always wanted to be into business um, I studied at my undergrad in ITAM, a school in Mexico City. My, my undergrad is in business administration. Although I have experience in finance and consulting, it's something I've always wanted to. So I've always thought about working in the private sector, but always driven to meet the needs of people from the base of the pyramid. So I guess just thinking in a way how we can be profitable to be able to be scale, scalable and impactful and help those that are in need. And so when you think of your future role as a business person, is it um, here in the States? Is it in Mexico? Is it global? Have you thought about it from a geographic perspective? Yes, I would love to work in emerging markets. In short, in short term, I don't think I would come back to Mexico just because I want to develop more skills here in the US maybe. But for sure, in the long term, I want to go back to my home country and see what I can do to help situations. That there's many situations in Mexico that can be improved. So, you know, to talk about M MIT, maybe, uh, how did you get involved or hear about the Trust Center? I guess it started out with Daniela Ruiz. Daniela Ruiz, uh, she was my professor in Mexico, in ITAM, and she leads the EPIC lab, which is entrepreneurship lab in the school, and she was also the director of the business program. So I met her at, at school, and then it was a huge coincidence that last year that she was doing one year here in residence, I started my first year. And of course, we, we connected uh, and talked about what she was going to be doing here. And so I, I knew about the Martin Trust Center before, but I was instantly drawn to it, uh, influenced by Daniela Ruiz. <laughs> Could you tell us your first time walking into the Trust Center, like what uh, struck you about the physical, like the physical attributes of the space? Yes. I think the first time I, I got into here, I felt very comfortable. It feels like a very safe environment. Everyone is working on different ideas, the way the spaces are distributed, even like the, the kitchen and having the fridge where people just put their food in and you can grab a coffee or a tea. I mean, it just feels very homey for students. And also having people always available to, to help out for any questions or, I don't know, just like the open space in general brings I feel the community together. Great. And I know uh, you are involved in Start MIT, and so I want to certainly talk about that. But 
Uh, right now, how how do you use the trust center? Is it a place where you come for meetings or to meet friends or? I use the Martin Trust Center primarily to study and okay. to work on assignments. Mm-hmm. It's uh, an environment where I don't feel the stress of a study room, but I do feel that I can work here really uh, efficiently. So I use that primarily for this and also to meet up with with classmates. I guess also it's a space where, I mean, right now I'm currently working on an idea I have. So being able to talk to different classmates to, to validate my idea, this is always the, the, the point where we, where we meet. Okay, we'd love to talk about Start MIT, uh, one of the trust centers programs that's offered during IAP, and um, that was where we first met, uh, I, I remember, uh, last year. Um, we'd love to hear how, first of all, did you find out about Start MIT? A lot of uh, MIT alumni had told me before that Start MIT was an amazing program in IAP. I also wanted to use my time efficiently in January since we have many vaca- like a lot of days of vacation. So I was also asking around what is extremely worth our time if we want to do something and, and get also credit out of it. And everyone told me if you're interested in entrepreneurship, you have to do start MIT. And if you don't have an initial idea or you do, but it's not in a stage where you could maybe apply to Fuse and start MIT makes sense to connect with people and to start getting familiar with the environment and and developing the the skill set that's required to become an entrepreneur. So I guess it was just opinions and references I had from MIT alumni. Great. And did you come into Start MIT with an idea or with a team or just with a curiosity about entrepreneurship? I came to Start MIT with an initial idea. Uh, but also very open and very curious. So I didn't know anyone that was going to be a start MIT that had similar interests that I did, but I did know that we were going to be mixed with a pool of very diverse background from different students. So I was very open also to listening to their ideas and trying to find a way to or merge my idea to another one or maybe inspire other classmates to maybe help work on my idea. What was your idea? My idea initially was to understand how we could measure carbon footprint for uh, food products. So it's very complex, but it's something I'm very interested in. And I think that has to do also with my background coming from a company that's a food company. And yeah, so that was my initial idea when I got here. How do you begin to track that sort of metric? It's very difficult uh, because you have to think about scope one, scope two, and scope three. Uh, sometimes it's a lot of the the issues with with tracking that is that a lot of the suppliers that food companies or restaurants work with are not transparent also Mm -hmm. or they don't have any incentives to actually measure the carbon emissions for producing a certain product so I guess sourcing that information is one of the main challenges to be able to actually accurately measure a final product how has that idea evolved since Start MIT? To be honest, it's an idea I had in my head. I was working on it last semester, 
But in my summer internship, I went to Kenya. I worked in a reforestation company in the carbon project. And I met serendipity, but I met a girl from HBS. I was working in a VC and we were talking about carbon in general. And we kind of developed an idea, new idea. I mean, still in the carbon space, but not only focused on food. So it did change. And the team I initially had in started MIT was not something I really uh, worked on afterwards, although I loved connecting with, with the people. So I'm just starting an, another idea with my potential co-founder that's in the other school. And we thought it was a very good idea to leverage the resources I have at MIT and the ones that she has at Harvard. Um, so we'd love to go back to um, start MIT. What would you what would you say were the benefits that you got from the program? Like if someone were to ask you now, um, Mar, should I do start MIT? Why would you say it would um, be a good way to spend your you know, two and a half weeks during IAP? I guess for two reasons. The first one is that if you're interested in entrepreneurship, it's a very good way to understand the roadmap, the, I mean, the potential roadmap of what an entrepreneur goes through, and also to connect with people that have been through the process. So all the speakers that we connect with, but also with peers that are also interested in this journey, is I mean, for me, it was extremely inspiring, and also it creates like the support system that sometimes we're scared of before even thinking of starting this entrepreneur journey. Something I guess I learned was that being an entrepreneur is not someone necessarily that has an idea and is a founder. I understood that it could also be someone that's joining, or even an investor, or even an employee. So I guess. What started my tea gave me was this perspective of how to see entrepreneurship and to also help me develop the skill set that an entrepreneur requires. So is entrepreneurship something you plan to continue to pursue? Um, you know, after Sloan, is that sort of where, you know, and, and maybe where do you imagine yourself going in the next three to five years? For sure, it's something I want to explore. I've always had the itch, and I guess I was just waiting for the moment and the idea, and also the team. Right now that I'm here at Sloan, I realize that most of the fear comes from fear of failure. And But what does failure mean to someone, or what does success mean to someone? And I guess if we have time and we have the opportunities and the resources and we have an idea that can work, I wouldn't see why I should wait. So right now I'm currently working on a potential venture with this girl I met in, in Nairobi. And it just became extremely natural when I met her to, to start looking into this idea. And yeah, so I'm, I'm working on that. I'm, we're working right now on validating our business model, the one that we just recently designed. And hopefully we will, we will start competing and also trying to raise capital for next semester. Um, what other resources here at MIT have you taken advantage of to support your entrepreneurial journey in terms of classes yeah. or in the infrastructure? I guess I will start with the classes. I, I'm in the sustainability certificate. Well, I'm pursuing the sustainability certificate, but also the entrepreneurship and innovation track. So going to the Silicon Valley track, I mean, in March, this past March, 
was great because we were very well connected and we also traveled with people here from the Martin Trust Center. So this helped us also understand the ecosystem of startups. And I guess when I also say classes and I mentioned sustainability certificate is that I, as I see to be an entrepreneur, you need to have the skills and those skills are skills that you develop also in courses that you're interested in. So I've planned I've planned my my schedules and my semesters to courses that connect that are that I need to complement I need to improve my skills and complement them between them so that has really helped me understand what I want to do uh, for my for this venture I'm working in and what I need to improve or strengthen so there's many of course since I'm very climate oriented I'm taking courses that help me understand how I can do this better Got it. What about um, the traits of an entrepreneur? You know, here at the Trust Center, we certainly believe that you can teach entrepreneurship. Yeah. Um, but, you know, in terms of, you know, how you've sort of personally seen yourself develop as an entrepreneur, I mean, what would you say to someone is typically those types of traits that are important to develop or to learn um, as you pursue a journey? In entrepreneurship. Yes, I guess confidence is one of them. You, If you think you're going to do something, it you, you need to believe you will be able to do it rather than just think. And I guess that's, I mean, confidence. And that's something that personally is super difficult in general for all of us to develop instantly. I guess, I mean, I haven't come across someone that says, oh, I'm super confident and I know I'll do amazing. But if you don't believe it for yourself, who will invest in what you're trying to build. So I guess that that's the first one. The second one I would say is grit. And and in this is like just if you're really passionate about something, at least in my point of view, I cannot wait for someone else to maybe address a certain concern I have or passion I have. And so if you can't do it for yourself, then what are you waiting for? Uh, I do also know that it's not for everyone, and that's totally fair. But if you do have the itch and you have an idea, I would just say go for it. So also being very determined and very intentional with how you're going to use your time and who you want to speak with and team up with. This one just got off the top of my head, but is there a, a phrase, like a, a business jargony phrase that exists in Spanish that doesn't quite translate to English and could you explain it? So there's one that I guess like my family always says and it's in Spanish it's el que madruga Dios lo ayuda and I don't know if there's an exact translation in English but what it says is that person that and madruga is like very wakes up very early that God will help that person. So I guess uh, I I really like this saying because I'm an early bird. So at least, and I don't know if it's because I don't sleep well in general or if it's because, I don't know, I wake up and just want to be super productive. But I always think like, oh, if I'm waking up early, I might as well get some <laughs> support by God, I guess, in my day today. Maybe, maybe that's the equivalent <laughs> of the early bird gets the worm, right? Is that our... Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I would say it's, it's that, but in Spanish. But in Spanish. Yes. Nicer in Spanish. <laughs> it is nicer in Spanish. <laughs> 
Well, that's it for another episode of Trust the Process. This has been a production of the Martin Trust Center for MIT Entrepreneurship, located in Cambridge, Massachusetts. This show is edited and produced by me, Chris Burns, with special help from Greg Weimer. All of our music was written and recorded by Will Leet. Come again soon.